The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. You're welcome to service this morning. Pastor Sip sends his greetings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The victory in being loved. Hallelujah is the theme of today's service. And last week we talked about the fact that God loves us greatly. How many people were in church last Sunday? Glory to God. If you are not in church, get the message. We established the fact that God loved us and God loves us and God loves us greatly. We established the fact that God loves us as much as he loved Jesus. We also said that he loved us so much that he gave his son as the appeasement for our sins, the propitiation for our sins. And that in loving us, we have been brought into sonship and that he has put the spirit of his son into our heart whereby we can cry, Father, have a father. And that the love of God has brought us unmerited favor. It has brought us grace, the willingness of God to use his ability on our behalf. And has brought us righteousness, right standing with God. Being able to stand before God without any sense of guilt or inferiority. How many people are excited about that? He has made us joint heirs with Christ and has brought us into the family. And we have the family name. We are no longer strangers and aliens and foreign citizens. Glory to God. Hallelujah, but we belong to the household of God. Hallelujah. We have learned that God is not intimidated by sins. He loved us before we did any good or bad and made provisions for our sins by the sacrifice of his one and only son as the lamb even before the foundations of the world. And we also established the fact that the price that God placed on us through the death of his son shows the depth of his love for us. It was an expression of his love for us. Glory to God. We also said that God does not just love Christians. He loves, he came, he sent Jesus to die for the world, the sinful man, the ungodly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we also said that since we were not brought into this love because of the good things that we have done, then we can sustain it also by the good things that we are doing. Glory to God. We need to constantly depend on his grace and to trust in that love. Hallelujah. We also said that the Bible charges us not to sin, but that when we do, we repent because we have an advocate with the Father. Glory to God. We have someone that continues to plead our cause, plead our case before the Father. Hallelujah. And all of that is because God loves us and he has made enough provisions. Glory to God. Glory to God. We also established that the love that God has for us is not like the love that humans sometimes show to us. It's constant. It's without strings. It's not selfish. <laughs> Glory to God. It's unconditional. It's unwavering. Amen. Is unwavering, and I'm so so excited that God loves me. I'm so so excited that God loves me. Anybody excited like me? Shout, yeah! Yeah. God loves me, yeah! I'm loved. Glory to God. So today we'll continue. Hallelujah. And in 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, it says, We have known and believed the love that God has for us, and that God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God. And God in him. So because we have known and believed. You know this is Apostle um, John that was speaking here. Apostle Paul was the, uh, John was the only disciple of all the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ that they couldn't kill. Hallelujah. He understood the love of God. Hallelujah. In, the, in his epistles he will say this, the, apostle, the, the disciple that Jesus loved. He had a thorough understanding of the love of God. And he couldn't be killed. Hallelujah. All attempts to kill him couldn't work. They had to send him off to an, uh, you know, an exile, banish him to an island to die. Glory to God. 
Because he had such great revelation of the love of God. And that is the person that is saying, speaking there. We have known and we have believed the love that God has for us. So knowing and believing the love of God, we have started a journey. You know, of course, we have been saying this thing all year. Um, every year, you know, there's a month that is the month we learn about it. But we need to throw ourselves into the word of God and be established in this revelation. And know that we 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 are loved of God. So I just have a few scriptures I will just read to you. Bible said, there came a voice from heaven saying, thou art my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hallelujah. So you are beloved of God because we established last week that God loves us as much as he loves Jesus. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1 verse 7, to all that be in Rome, beloved of God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So you are beloved of God. In Ephesians chapter 1 verses 5 to 7, it says we have been predestinated to the adoption of children by Jesus Christ himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of his grace. Glory to God. According to the riches. Thank God because forgiveness of sins is according to the riches of his grace. Glory to God. It's not according to how many times we mess up. It's according to the riches of his grace. Hallelujah. And in Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 it says, put on therefore as the elect of God. See, I'm the elect of God. Holy and beloved, bowels of mercies and kindness and humbleness of mind and meekness and long suffering. Still emphasizing the fact that you're loved of God. And in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2 it says, beloved, now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. And in 1 John chapter 4, verse 10, he said, Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Say, He loved me. He loved me. And set his son to be the proposition for our sins. And in Romans chapter 8 verse 37, they said, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And more than a conqueror through him that loved us. Hallelujah. Through him that loved us. Glory to God. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 12, it says, Walk in love as Christ also has loved us. And he has given, as Christ also has loved us and has given himself an offering and a sacrifice to God for his sweet smelling servo just to save you and I. Glory to God. In 1 John chapter 4 verse 19, it says we love him because he first loved us. And I wrote here, he changed us, he brought us home and made us his bride. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He loved us, he went after us, he changed us, he brought us home and he has made us his bride. In Romans chapter 9 verses 11 to 19, he was talking about... Um, uh, I'll just read very quickly, talking about um, Jacob and Esau. It says, for the children being not yet born, still explaining the love of God, neither having done any good of evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calls. It was said to her, the elder shall serve the younger. They had not done anything. They had not tried to impress God. They had not even lived one day yet. Glory to God. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. What shall we say then is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. What for he said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I, on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that shows mercy. For the scripture said unto Pharaoh, even for the same purpose have I raised you up, that I might show my power in thee, that my name might be declared throughout the earth. Therefore he had mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will he had net. Then we Thou will say then unto me, why does he yet find fault? 
for who has resisted his will. But Naaman, say Naaman. Who are you that replies against God? Shall the thing form? Say to him that formed it, what have you made me so? Romans chapter 9 verse 25, as he said also in Hosea, I will call them my people which were not my people and have beloved which were not beloved, which was not beloved. Glory to God. He said, I will call them my people which were not my people and have beloved which were not beloved. You saw the scriptures I read earlier that you kept seeing elect, beloved of God, beloved of God, beloved of God. Isn't that true? Did you see it in your Bible? Glory to God. And that is what he's saying here. We are beloved of God. So you are not Pharaoh. So we were not created for destruction. Hallelujah. Our own message. Hallelujah. And we are elect and we are chosen already. Glory to God. Because in John chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have what? Everlasting life. Hallelujah. So the scripture about Jacob and Esau not having done any good or bad is to show to us that we are going to be accepted before him or in him, not based on works. Hallelujah. So those things were written to give us an understanding of what the love of God is all about. And that is why the scripture kept emphasizing it, that hearing is love. Not that we loved him, but that he loved us. Say he loved me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So First John 4 and verse 16, it says, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. So knowing the love of God, hallelujah, First John chapter 4, let's look at First John chapter 4 and verse 18. It says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love, hallelujah. You know, we say that we have known and believed the love that God has for us, hallelujah, and that we, God is love and that we dwell in that love, hallelujah. But here the scripture is saying that there is no fear in love. So if I want to know whether I've really known and believed the love that God has for me, I can gauge where I'm at, where that understanding is concerned. Yeah, based on the fears that I currently have today. Amen? Amen? Amen. Because every fear is, you know, is because we don't, we have not understood the love of God fully. Glory to God. Whether it's the fear of death, whether it's the fear of harm. You know, when I was preparing this message, I remember the time that planes, you know, were crashing in Nigeria. And then one of my bosses at work said, I think they were saying something like, maybe he was supposed to travel to, um, you know, offshore. You know, and then it was like, you know what is going to happen? I will miss my flight. He has not missed the flight. <laughs> it was not even the day, to, it was not even time for him to make the trip. But because of the fear and what had been happening, he said, I will miss my flight. So I'm planning ahead. I will miss that flight. What was that? That's a fear of flying. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's not rooted in that understanding that he will give his angels charge over me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So whatever fear that we have, the school for children will not be paid. We don't understand who Jehovah Jireh is. That the Lord will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. That the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. Glory to God. Glory to God. So whether it's fear of sickness or so on and so on, whatever it is, it shows where we are at, where that understanding is concerned. And the charge this morning is to go back into the word of God and identify those things, you know, and deal with them based on the word of God. Because God's promises are his expressions of love towards you. Hallelujah. 
There is expressions of love towards you. The promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are here and amen to the glory of God. Or whether it's fear of shame, whether it's something you did or something or it's just a slander, you know. Bible says where you have been forsaken, where you have been hated, fear of being rejected, fear of being abandoned. The Bible says where you have been forsaken and hated, I will make you an eternal excellency. The joy of generations to come. He has made provision for any kind of fear. Hallelujah. Concerning protection, concerning evil, no evil will come near your dwelling place. Psalm 91, the whole of it, hallelujah, is expressing how it will keep you. Hallelujah. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Glory to God. When we understand all of our promises, hallelujah, the expressions of his love for us. The expressions, and the more we, the more we, 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 we take those promises and meditate on them and embrace them, hallelujah, and put them in our heart, the more we can experience the manifestations of the love of God, hallelujah, glory to God. So whether it's fear of those things or fear of judgment, glory to God. Bible says anybody that, you know, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Maybe our love work is challenged. You're not working in love. Glory to God. So there's a fear that comes with a fear of judgment, a fear of, you know, if I stand before him, will I be accepted? <laughs> Glory to God. All of that fear of judgment is because what? We are not, you know, just made perfect in love. Glory to God. But the more we dwell in the more love of God, the more those fears will no longer, you know, exist in our life because love and fear can't stay together. Glory to God. Glory to God. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25, Jesus was still explaining about, talking about things bordering on provisions. From verse 25 to 32, we're talking about take no thought for your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will put on. It's not the life more than meat and the body that and raiment. Then he talked about the fowls of the hair. They don't sow, they don't reap. Yet your father feeds them. Which of you by taking thought can hard cubit to your stature? Glory to God. Then he even compared the lilies of the field with Solomon and said even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And that if God so clothed the grass of the field, which you do is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more, say much more, clothe you. Glory to God. Glory to God. And in Matthew 6, 33, he gives us the charge. Seeking forth the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Hallelujah. Don't focus on things, on needs and situations, but focus on him. Focus on the one that loves you. Focus on the things that he has said to you. Focus on his promises for you. Glory to God. And all other things shall be added unto you. Concerning the fear of being killed, he said, I say to you, friends, don't be afraid of them that will kill the body. In Luke chapter 12, verses 4 to 7. Hallelujah. And after that, they have no more that they can do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, I forewarn you, this is who to fear. Fear him that has the power to cast into hell. That is the one to fear. And I said, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them. Say, not one of them. Not one of them is forgotten before God. He says, even the very hair on your head are numbered. Somebody needs to hear that. Somebody needs to hear that. That the hairs on your head are what? All numbered. God knows the number of hair you have on your head. When one falls down in the barber shop, is aware. Glory to God. When one comes up with your Ghana weaving, is aware. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Fear not. Hallelujah. Therefore, because you have more value than the sparrows. Glory to God. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, it says, The children 
For as much as the children partakers of flesh and blood, he also took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Because all of these kinds of fear, you can tie them down and back to Satan. Glory to God. And to deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. But not anymore in the name of Jesus. Because you are going to arise in the love of God. Because you are going to know the love of God. You are going to believe the love of God. You are going to dwell in that love. Hallelujah. So no more bondage. Say no more bondage. Glory to God. And so our response is, our own, there's an appropriate response to the love of God. And in Jude chapter 1 verse 17, God showed me something there on Wednesday in service. He said, but beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, remember ye. How that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time who should walk in their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves. They operate in what they separate. Who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But verse 20 says, But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto life eternal. Keep yourself in the love of God. So my child, don't separate yourself from the love of God. Hallelujah. Don't separate yourself. Immerse yourself in the love of God. He said, walk up these mockers. What is, what is their characteristic? They walk in their ungodly lust. They are separate. They have not the spirit. They yield to the desires of their sinful nature rather than to the spirit of God. Hallelujah. They yield to their flesh rather than yielding to their spirit. And that happens because they have been living separate lives. Glory to God. They have been living separated. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, abide in me. No one can bear fruit except what? He abides in the vine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says separation is the reason for disobedience. Romans chapter 8 and verse 35. You know, he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for slaughter. Then in 37, he said, Nay, in all those things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I'm persuaded, say I'm persuaded. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, things to come, you know, nor height, nor depth, nor creature shall be able to what? Separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our God. Hallelujah. Now, we said last week in Romans chapter 5 that the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Say with me one more time, the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But we could be separated from that love. Apostle Paul said, I'm separated that things in themselves don't have the capacity to draw us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in Jude, it says, these are they that what? Separate themselves. We are the ones that do that separation. Things in themselves don't have the capacity to separate us from the love of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So people that are, some people are not enjoying the love of God. Maybe they're spiritually dead. The love of God is available, but they can't, you know, they've not embraced it. Hallelujah. So they can't have access. Because we're talking about death. What can separate us? Death can separate us. Life can separate us, life and living. <laughs> Hallelujah. The demands of everyday life and living. Glory to God. Some people have had angelic visitations and they just got stuck with 
some spiritual encounters and left the love of God, left the word of God, left the Holy Ghost. Amen? Principalities and powers, evil forces, you know. Then they talked about heights. Oh, I have this desire. I want to get to this height in my career, you know, pursuit of things and so on and so forth. Or maybe even depths. Amen? Things that we begin to depths that we seek that is outside of God. Not depth that we are seeking in God. Hallelujah. Depth that you are seeking in God draws you closer to him. Is that true? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Things in general. But in themselves, they can't keep us. Hallelujah. From the love of God. So it's up to us. It's up to me. To be in the love of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Again, we keep ourselves in the love of God by loving others. Failure to walk in love also causes separation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First John chapter 2, verse 18. It says, A new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him. Because the darkness is past and true light now shines. He that says is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness even till now. Hallelujah. So he should be in light, but he's walking in darkness. Why? Because he's allowing what? Hatred in his life. He has allowed it. He that loves his brother abides in light and there's no occasion of stumbling with him. He that hates his brother can be wife, he can be husband, he can be stepfather or mom, or you can put whatever name there. He's in darkness and walks in darkness and knows not where he goes because darkness has blinded his eyes. First John 3, 14, we know we are passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abides in death. We know we are passed from death to life because we do what? Because we do what? Because we love the brethren. Hallelujah. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. That's a strong word, isn't it? Isn't it? Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer had what? Eternal life abiding in him. That's separation. Hereby perceive we the love of God. Because he laid down his life for us, we ought also to do what? Lay our lives for the brethren. Amen. Can we read that together? Um, 1, 2, 3, go verse 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Amen. I'll read 17 and 18. Whoso had this world's good and said his brother have need and shut up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwells the love of God in him? So let's give towards um, uh, Samaritan seeds in this month of love. Hallelujah. Just a reminder, please give something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of truth, and we shall assure our heart before him. Glory to God. Now it says, because he laid down his life for us, we have understood the kind of love that he has for us. That had nothing to do with what we had done, either good or bad. He loved us unconditionally, right? So we are also to do what? Love other men. How? How? Not with conditions. Not when you clean up yourself. When you clean up your mouth, that's when I will love you. No. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, I'm going to love you regardless of you. Amen. Amen. I'm going to love you because God has loved me. You recall the story in the Bible about um, a man that was forgiven, that owed his Lord 10,000, you know, talents, you know, in the Bible. And then he cried unto his master. And then he was released or something. And thereafter, he left that place. And somebody hold him, you know, just one silver or something. 
then one penny or whatever, he went after that person and threw the person into prison. And is that not what we do? Yeah? But they are not in this church. Those people, they do that. They, they, they are not in this church. They are not members of our church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, so there's a tendency to imprison others when they have what? Wronged us. Put them in their space. Put them in their corners. Put them in prison. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm not a jailer, but yeah, we have jailed people. Hallelujah. When we just, let me be, best, I, want, I don't want, let me have that distance. Glory to God. But we have been forgiven much. We have been forgiven much. We have been loved much. Without having done anything good, anything evil, anything right, he loved us. And God wants us to extend the same love because that same love has been shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So we can release people. We can release people that have hurt us. Romans chapter um, 13 verse 8. Oh, no man anything but to love one another. He that loveth had fulfilled the law. Oh, no man anything. That was says all of the Ten Commandments that was given is summed up in what? Love. Glory to God. Oh, no man anything but to love one another. He that loveth hath fulfilled the love. And in Romans chapter 13, verse 9, it says, For these thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and so on. It's briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. And in Romans 13, verse 10, love walketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfilling of the law. Glory to God. Glory to God. Love walks no ill towards his neighbor. This action of mine, what impact is it going to have on the other person? Glory to God. So he charges us from verses 11 to 14. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe the night is fast spent, the day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in routing and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put on ye the Lord Jesus. Can we read verse 14 together? Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the laws thereof. Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the laws thereof. Now, this is very important in our dealings with people and in the dealings of people towards us. It covers how we treat others and how we also respond when we are badly treated by people. Glory to God. The Bible is saying that we should make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the laws thereof. Romans chapter 7 and verse 18 says something about the flesh. I know that in my flesh dwells no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. Glory to God. And in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 20, list some of the works of the flesh. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lustfulness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, fighting, jealousy, anger, rivalry, divisions, envy, murders, and so on and so forth. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, and these works of the flesh, the, the, the desire, it talks about what, the, what our flesh wants to do. You know, how we treat people or how we respond when, you know, we are treated badly. There's a reaction that our flesh wants to give in every situation or circumstance that we face. How many people know that? How many people know that? There could be a desire to fight or there could be a desire to, you know, get even, retaliate, keep a malice, nurse hatred. Glory to God. 
But the Bible charges us not to put on what? The Lord Jesus Christ. And not to what? Make provision for the flesh. We make provision when we are separate. Glory to God. We make provision when we are separate. Because in Galatians 5, it says when we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Let's read Galatians chapter 5. Are we learning something this morning? Galatians chapter 5. Yeah. Yeah. So verse 22, after listing all the works of the flesh, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit, let's say it together, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, and meekness, and temperance. Against such there is what? No law. Verse 24. And they that are what? Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust. Verse 25. If we live in the spirit, let us also do what? Walk in the spirit. If we are alive in the spirit, and we are because we are born again, we are children of God. If we have given ourselves to Jesus, let us also what? Walk in the spirit. And walking in the spirit is walking in the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The love of God has been shared abroad by, in our heart by what? The Holy Ghost. So walking in the Spirit is walking in love. Hallelujah. Walking in love towards people. Walking in love. Glory to God. We have crucified the flesh and the affections, and the affections um, thereof. So it's a separation issue. Hallelujah. If we are yielding to our flesh, Jude describes it. He said the mockers will come at the end of time. He said these are the people that, you know, walk after their ungodly lust. Hallelujah. They yield to the desires of the flesh. Hallelujah. They are sensual. They are ruled by their senses rather than being ruled by the Spirit. But not so in the name of Jesus. Not so in this place in the name of Jesus. We dwell in the love of God. We dwell. We have known and we have believed that love and we abide in that love. We dwell in that love. We keep ourselves in the love of God. We keep ourselves in the love of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. How do we abide in the love of God? First, it's about guarding against separation. Spend time in the Word to know what God is saying on every issue and develop the right perspective. The Word of God will renew our minds. Hallelujah. Some of our responses are based on how we have processed information. Amen. And Romans 12 talks about being renewed in the attitude of our mind and the spirit of our mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We spend time in the word. We spend time praying in the Holy Ghost, like you said. Building up your, yourself on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Keeping yourself in the love of God. Hallelujah. Because when you spend time in the word and spend time in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, you are able to recognize the voice of God. Hallelujah. You recognize the voice of Satan. You will be able to know that in this situation is my flesh that is screaming out now. Hallelujah. Sometimes our flesh will be screaming out, I mean, I'm going to give it back. Sometimes your flesh will be screaming out, I'm going to revenge. Sometimes there is a thirst. This person should feel what I'm feeling too. You shouldn't go away like that. How many people have felt that way before? You know, you should feel it. You should feel it. I will show you. And sometimes we have done things in the past with people simply because Yeah, be on the receiving end so that you can feel it too. But that is the voice of our flesh. That is our flesh. So when you get that kind of feeling, you know that's a flesh. Hallelujah. 
And that's a time to, 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 to reaffirm who you are in Christ. To reaffirm that the love of God has been shed abroad in your hand by the Holy Ghost. To affirm that you choose to walk in the spirit and not walk in the flesh. To affirm that you will walk in the love of God. That you have chosen to keep yourself in the love of God. I've chosen to keep myself in the love of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. When we do that, we're able to commit situations to God for proper handling and resolution. Amen. Spending time in the presence of God in prayer and worship and particularly praying in the Holy Ghost will give us access to the divine wisdom that we need in every situation. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just need wisdom. A situation might be, the situation might be a family situation at home between husband and wife. It can be a situation at the workplace or wherever or even among brethren in church like this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But once we are committed not to live separate lives, amen, not to exclude ourselves, hallelujah, we have known and have believed the love that God has for us. We have known and we have believed the love that God has for us. And we keep ourselves in that love. We keep ourselves in that love. We love others with the same love that we have been loved of God. Glory to God. In Mark chapter 4, it talks about the parable of the sower. So it talks about the seeds that were sown by the wayside, and Satan came immediately and stole the word that was sown in their heart. What happened there? That was a separation. That word, that that fellow got separated from that word that he heard. There were those that were sown on stony ground. They were excited. But persecutions and afflictions came for the word. They were offended. They had no root in themselves. That's also a separation issue. Then the ones that were sown among thorns, the, 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 the cares of this world, the, you know, the deceitfulness of riches, the desire for other things. Choke that word, it became unfruitful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But thank God, because of the last category of people in Mark 4 20, they are they that heard the word. Hallelujah. These are they that are sown on good ground, which such as hear that word, receive it, and bring forth fruit, some 30 fold, some 60, some 100. Hallelujah. So it talks about the fact that they heard it, said so they heard the word. I can't hear you loud. Say they heard the word. They heard the word. They received it. They received it. They received it. They accepted it. They took it to heart. They welcomed the message. They delighted in it. Glory to God. And in Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, it breaks down this issue of hearing. You know, it shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently. That's the hearing. That is how we hear this love of God that we're talking about. If we hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord our God to observe and to do all his commandments that we have been commanded this day. Thank God all that command he says summed up in what? Love, right? That the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Did you hear that? That the Lord your God will do what? Set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Why? Because love is the way to victory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love is the way to victory. Bible says faith walks by what? Love. Glory to God. But he says something here. He said, if you will hacking diligently. Say hacking diligently. So hacking diligently means to hear it intelligently. To hear it keenly. To consider it. To give ear to it. To listen to it. To understand it. To proclaim it. To pursue it. To tell it. To become persuaded of it. To act on that word. To cause others to act on that word. Not as a traffic warden. Very, very important. Hallelujah. But I'm saying when you get to that place where you're saying, oh, this is what it says. Then you think on it. Then you ponder on it. 
Then you begin to say to yourself that this is what the word says. Then you begin to tell other people that this is what the word says. Hallelujah. Then you're encouraging others that this is how we are to act because this is what the word of God has said. That is causing others to act on it because you're already acting on it. You're already delighted in it. We have our times in conversation with um, couples and families where it's apparent that the desire for the word is just not there. Amen. That attitude of welcoming what is being said. Can you hear me? Can, are you listening? Are you listening? That attitude of what? Welcoming what is being said. Receiving what is being said. Delighting in what is being said. Or in what is, has been what? Written. We walk in love based on what is written. Not based on our heads. Not based on counsel from ungodly friends. And not based on social media. Very, very important. Glory to God. Because in some of these solutions, they are men's solutions. The challenge with the solutions that men give to us is that they are not adaptable in every situation. They won't work every time. They will work sometimes. Sometimes they will not work. But the wisdom of God is perfect. The wisdom of God is perfect. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we spend time in that word. We give ear to it. There's a posture to receiving the word of God. We overcome the flesh by walking in the spirit. Fellowshipping, spend time fellowshipping with the word. Communion with the Holy Ghost. That is how we abide and keep ourselves in the love of God. Hallelujah. We moved based on our hearts, not based on our heads. Not based on our heads. Some people have gotten into trouble listening to bad counsel. But the word of God can renew our minds. And help us to have the right perspective all the time. Say all the time. The fruit that the Spirit produces in us when we live in union with Him and communion with Him is what? Love, joy, peace, kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. That is the fruit we bear. Hallelujah. When we allow the Word of God to bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. To gain root in our heart. To develop in us. When we spend time in that word and allow that root word to develop strong and deep roots in our heart. Hallelujah. We cannot be carried away by things and situations and circumstances. Amen. Glory to God. We can't be too busy for the word. Tell three people for me, you can't be too busy for the word. You can't be too busy to, to, to spend time with the Holy Ghost. You can't be too busy. Hallelujah. That's our life. That is our life. Glory to God. That is how we live. That is how we abide in him. Glory to God. When you have a desire to get him, remember how God loved you. Remember that vengeance belongs to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there are situations where, you know, in families where maybe the husband beat the wife, then the wife also resorts to verbal abuse. Glory to God. But thank God because you are not a nagging and an abusing wife. Amen. And are, there's no wife bitter in this place. Shout Hallelujah. There is no wife bitter in this place. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You are not a nagging and you are not an abusing wife and there is no wife bitter in this place. And there is no wife hater in this place. Because the love of God has been shared abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Can you rise up and tell three people for me the love of God has been shared abroad in my heart. Glory to God. 
And because the love of God has been shared abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost, yield to that love. <laughs> Glory to God. Yield to that love. And on your way, you know, yielding to that love, be accountable. Open up where you need to. Sin loses its grip when it is exposed deliberately. I'm not saying they found you out. I'm saying when you expose it on purpose. Hallelujah. They don't know this is happening, but it is happening. But I've got the love of God. From today, we are committed to working in the love of God. We just want to be accountable. We are committed to working in the love of God. The love of God has been shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. The love of God has been shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. We love women. By, we, we help women. We train women by loving them, not by flogging them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We train women by what? Loving them, not by flogging them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Allow Jesus to quench any thirst for vengeance. You know, the woman that they welcomed to Jesus, and Jesus told her, you have had five husbands. Even the one you are with is not your husband. I don't know what chased her from husband one to two to three, but she was looking for something. He was thirsty for something. And Jesus said to her, you know, whosoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoso drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. Whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. The water that I shall give him shall be a well of water springing up to everlasting life. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus, every thirst is quenched. Every thirst for revenge, for vengeance. They did it to me. Ah, ah, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. As you look to Jesus, as you embrace and dwell in that love, as you make a commitment to dwell in the love of God, this morning, all of those hunger, those thirsts, those desires, they will be quenched by the love of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But you are going to you turn your heart to God this morning. And you are going to say, Lord, I have known and believed the love that you have for me. I've known and believed the love that God has for me. I've known and I've believed the love that God has for me. God is love. And he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. And herein is our love made perfect. So that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as it is, so are we in this world. Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. Nay, in all these things, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Just a word of um, counsel. I have something here that I wrote I'd like to read out to you. We have to allow the word of God to gain root in our, root in our heart. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. And in some cases, go for counsel, seek sound counsel. But understand, please pinch your neighbor for me, understand that counsel is more effective when you are submitted to the word of God already. Counsel will not replace what meditation will do. Hallelujah. In counsel, you have heard, but you've still got to build roots. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're in counseling, you have what? Heard by the Holy Ghost. But you've got to build roots. And so that case of not being separated remains. The case for abiding remains. Abide in the vine. Keep yourself in the love of God. Spend time praying in the Holy Ghost. We have known and we have believed the love that God has for us. 
When a situation comes up that is not pleasant, you need to be able to say, in the name of Jesus, I don't respond in the flesh. I refuse to respond in the flesh. I refuse to respond in the flesh. The love of God has been shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. The love of God has been shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Even in this, I'm more than conqueror through him that loved me. I have the love of God in my heart. I have the love of God in my heart. What are you doing? You're yielding to the love of God. You're keeping yourself in the love of God. You're keeping yourself, and we will continue to do that. And occasionally, you will mess up and you lose it. Hallelujah. But when that happens, there's a story that Jesus told in the Bible about a man that the father sent him on a mission, and he said, I will not go. Right? Afterwards, he repented, and he did what? He went. Then he compared him to another person that said, ah, I will go, and did not go. So even when you lost it today, hallelujah, you can respond again. You can create another response. Even in our relationships with people, there are times you can, you know, offend someone. You can create another response. A lot of times, the devil, well, the devil wants us to do, what the devil wants us to do is to what? Separate ourselves. We don't want to get close. I'm just trying to just keep yourself in one corner. But you can create another response. Glory to God. You can be like that guy. I will not go. And when he went and remind yourself again, I shouldn't have done that. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. And I'm not prideful. I'm submitted to the word of God. I'm not prideful. I'm submitted to the word of God. I'm submitted to the word of God. People, I want to charge you. Our faith only works by love. Hallelujah. Bible says, without faith it is impossible to please God. For those that come to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those that you know, diligently seek him. But even at that, faith works by love. So we have to be committed to love work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we are loved. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. But separation from that love and not abiding in that love would not cause us to walk in the kind of victory that we ought to be walking in every single day of our lives. So it's time to embrace the love of God. It's time to become sold out to the love of God. I'm trusting God this morning. Can we rise up on our feet as we round up this morning? I'm trusting God as we just um, close our eyes and begin to make a fresh commitment. You know, I'm, I have a strong burden in my heart for families this morning. All eyes closed, all eyes closed, all eyes closed. I want you to just begin to make a fresh commitment to God. Everybody here, you know, we have families, we have people that have been hard, we have people that are maybe even going through abusive uh, relationships. You are not married to a guy, he's not treating you right, but there's just a feeling that if I, if, I, if, I, if I let this guy off, I might not, you know, get something else. That is rooted in fear. But thank God, because perfect love casts out fear, Bible says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of good and not evil. To give you a future and a hope. There's a future for you in God that is secure. There's a future for, for you in God that is beautiful. And you just need to know that and embrace that. I know that all things are working together for my good. I might be 40, I'm not married today, but all things, even that is working for my good. Every single day, my age is working for my good. It's not working against me, it's working for my good. Because the scriptures cannot be broken. All things work together for my good. I might not have a child now, but I will have a child tomorrow. My 
my age is working for my good. All things are working for my good because I've known and believed this love that God has for me. Ah, you might be like that woman, um, Hananiah's um, the, the, the other wife, you know, to, to Ananiah, Ananiah, you know. The, the what? Penina, yeah, that had all the children. We don't even know our children's names. But maybe there's a Samuel, Samuel that is coming through you. Maybe that's why that child has not come. Because there's a Samuel that is coming. I want us to just begin to, to remind ourselves. And just begin to thank God because of that love. And begin to thank God for that love. We have believed the love that God has for us. We have believed the love that God has for us. God has loved us. Regardless of where you have been and what you have done, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. He commands us to repent in him. He has given us an advocate in him. But remember that he loves you. You are first loved. You are first loved. You are accepted. And you can love your wife again. You can love your husband again. You can have peace in that family again. You can have new wine in that home again. You can have the joy of the Holy Ghost restored again. You can abound in the love of God one more time. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. Oh, pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost, people. Mark the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone. 234 810 0000640